0: Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week five, day three of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 5, 13 through 18. Howdy and welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Jesus, teach us from your word today. Holy Spirit, we want to we encounter the great teacher Give us wisdom from your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 5, starting in verse 13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is huge, right? He's saying all of the law is fulfilled in this, and this is this is a an, a rabbinic teaching is that you love your neighbor as yourself. You, you you and this is what Jesus taught. More importantly, is that you love your neighbor as yourself, right? You actually love other people, and in doing that, you're fulfilling the law. <clears throat> but that's very difficult to do, isn't it? That's really challenging to do. Here's the thing that Paul's going to shift to now. And I almost feel like Paul is answering the extremes in the book of Galatians, right? One extreme is: hey, you've got to obey the law. You got to do all these things to be justified from your sin, to be set free from your sin. Right. And that's this this one heretical extreme. And then the other extreme, he actually deals with in other letters, other epistles where, you know, he says, we've been accused of saying, Hey, you've, you've, you've been set free. You have grace. Your sins are wiped away. So you can just go live however you want to. He says, we've been accused of this. This is not in Galatians. Been accused of teaching this. He's like, nothing could be further from the truth. All right. We don't accept the freedom that Jesus has given us so that we can jump and dive right back into sin. Now that doesn't mean, and this is the difficulty, right? This is the the nuance here. It doesn't mean that we're going to stop sinning. We're really bad at not sinning. Now, the more and more we grow in love for Jesus, the more we grow in this, this walk, the worse at sinning we should become, the less we should sin, the, the more sanctified we become, but it never fully goes away never fully goes away and there's a constant need for repentance. Not repentance to be resaved, but just repentance to 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 walk away from that sin and, and and make our hearts right with the Lord. And and so we can't accept that freedom and then say, okay, now I'm free to just go sin as much as I want because I'm under grace. Paul's Paul says people who teach that their condemnation the condemnation they're going to receive from the Lord on the day of judgment, it's, it's deserved. All right? So that's not what the freedom is for. It's not so that we can say, oh, I'm, I'm free now. Jesus has washed away my sins. Now I get to do whatever I want and live as terrible and nasty and, and awful as I want. Paul's saying that's not what this freedom was for. It's like, don't use that freedom to indulge the flesh. Serve one another humbly in love what our freedom actually does is it frees us from this selfish desire to please ourselves. It frees us from that self-destructive tendency that all humanity has to do things that only please themselves and, and bring themselves happiness. And, and we actually find that when we devote ourselves to loving others and, and lifting others up, we actually experience greater freedom, greater joy, greater happiness than trying to just chase the happiness drug, the fulfillment drug. It actually comes from that freedom, not from the, the selfishness of, of chasing a sinful desire. Continuing on, verse 15. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. I mean, this is normal, right? This is the, the jealousy and the contention that comes from this unredeemed heart, the heart that doesn't have that freedom. We see this, I mean, just turn on a TV and this is what television in the world deals in. The drama and the the, the hatred and the backbiting and the gossip and all of the things that make for quote unquote, good TV, that's what you see people biting and devouring each other and they get destroyed, right? It goes back to kind of the quote unquote, woke reality that we live in nowadays. The, the term will probably change in a year because that's what happens. So I don't know what it's going to be called by the time you're listening to this, but this idea that, you know, you've got to constantly be approving of and disapproving of all of the right things or you're you know, going to get canceled or you don't deserve to have your social media accounts or have a job or all these kind of things. If you're not approving of and disapproving of the right things, if you're not, if you're not walking by the letter of whatever their law is, he's like, you're these people, they bite and they devour, right? All these online warriors, they bite and they devour of each other. But it, eventually it comes for them because the world has moved on from whatever their set of rules and norms are and come up with a new set of rules and norms and then they die by the same sword that they've killed others by. That's essentially what Paul is talking about. That's nothing new. That is absolutely not new. Uh, It just looks a little bit different online nowadays. Verse 16. So I say, walk by the Spirit And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Paul's saying, You've received the Holy Spirit, walk by that. This Holy Spirit, that's your teacher, that's your guide. He will guide you into everything that you need to do. But if you try to live by the flesh, you're in conflict with the very one living inside of you. right? So the Spirit, he's saying, if you walk by the Spirit, you won't gratify the desires of the flesh because the desires of the flesh are at odds with the Holy Spirit. He's like, give yourself over to living by the Holy Spirit and then this doesn't even pose a problem for you anymore because you're set free from that. And when we're led by the Spirit, we're not under the law anymore, right? This, this Holy Spirit is the one that teaches us right from wrong. It's the one that teaches us how to actually walk according to God's ways. We're not under the law anymore. We're living above that, right? Jesus comes and 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 they're expecting Jesus to say, you know, uh, hey, you know, this person has wronged me. What do I do about this? And, and Jesus tells them, hey, forgive 70 times seven, right? You've heard it said to do this, but I say do this. In every one of these cases, I mean, there's like tons of times that Jesus does something like this. In all of these cases, Jesus is saying, listen, the Holy Spirit, the, the thing that I'm telling you is that the law is like the bare minimum, the bare minimum that the Lord expects someone to live by. But I'm saying life in God goes beyond that, right? It goes so much beyond that. You've heard it said, you know, bless those that bless you, curse those that curse you. But I say, you know, bless those that curse you. Pray for those that spitefully use you, right? That goes back to what Paul's saying is like the spirit causes you to, love each other in humility. So when we live according to the spirit, we're living according to a new law, essentially, but not the one that enslaves us, but the one that sets us free. The one that completely sets us free from desire for retribution, for jealousy, for anger, hatred, bitterness, we're living according to something that, that actually we've been set free to live for it. And then living for it actually gives us more freedom, more peace, more joy. Paul is going to define here in our, next, our last couple of days this week what living according to the Spirit actually looks like. So we'll jump into that next time for the 10-Week Bible Study. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you then.